another episode of Bloom Theory Podcast. I am your host, Jillian Choquette, and today I am just going to be talking a little bit about some smart girl summer hacks, not to be confused with hot girl summer. I know it um, is confusing because um, being smart is being hot, but (laughs) today I'm going to be talking about some smart girl summer hacks, some smart girl things that I hope to do this summer. I am actually taking a few classes this summer, or not a few classes, <laughs> one big class, and a lab rotation this summer at my grad school before I actually start my classes. And so I have to kind of get into that routine, be on the study grind, but it's also summertime. So I want to make sure that I have a good time. You know, it's summer, it's like the best part of the year to go have fun. The days are long. All your friends can get together. So I'm just going to be talking a little bit about stuff like that. But before I get into that, first I'm just going to say thank you so much to those of you who have shared this podcast and have also rated and reviewed my podcast. It really means a lot to me because I, every so often, I try not to do it obsessively even though I probably am borderline obsessive with how much I check it. So every so often I check how many reviews, or not reviews, I don't know if I have any reviews yet, but how many ratings I have on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And I am steadily getting a few ratings on there, and so I just want to say thank you to those who have rated my podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you haven't, please go do that. I think it'll really help with the growth of my podcast since I don't really have a platform anywhere. I think it'll help reach more people and um, especially with Apple Podcasts, I know their algorithm kind of leans towards how many reviews and ratings you have as far as um, kind of suggesting it to similar um, listeners to other podcasts. And so if you guys can do that, that would be amazing. And another thing that also helps is reposting one of my podcasts to your stories. So shout out to all my friends have done that already. It really helps. And I've noticed a little boost in my listeners and my audience for that. So thank you guys for that. You're real ones. Anyway, moving on to a little life update. This week was my very first week of officially being a PhD student, which is just really crazy to me. Although I'm not starting my classes officially yet, these are just summer bridge classes. So they're just introductory classes that kind of are reviews before I start the actual fall semester. Did you hear that? That dog bark? That dog barks so loud. Anyway, I really hope you can hear that very loudly. (laughs) But I started on Tuesday, and Monday was 4th of July, so I hope everyone had a great 4th of July and stayed safe. Hopefully no one listening to this lost any fingers or anything like that because that is (laughs) one of my biggest fears. I hate it when I see, ah, that dog is barking so loud. I hate it when I see people playing with fireworks because it just... It just scares me so much that someone's going to blow off a hand or something like that. We promptly started classes the day after July 4th, which wasn't ideal, to be honest, because I had a lot of reading to do, a lot of summer reading that I did not get done because 
of life. <laughs> and so I was a little nervous that I was behind. Whenever I start something new, a new life transition, anything new, I get such an anxious feeling about everything. I just get a lot of anxiety about starting something new. And although I don't think I was as bad as when I was younger, I've definitely gotten a little bit better with it. I still had that anxious feeling that <laughs> reminded me of when I was younger, when I was starting you know, classes and had to go to school. And I felt a lot better because I have been working, obviously, at the same school. And so I know my way around. And so that, that alone <laughs> made me feel so much better. So if you are listening to this and you haven't gone to college or haven't done anything like that, one of the biggest things that helps your anxiety starting the first day is to just kind of take a little tour through the campus on where your classes are going to be because it can just be overwhelming worrying about time and, you know, wandering around campus in case you get lost. But luckily, I already knew exactly where we were going to be because my lab is pretty close to the lecture hall that are classes. But anyway, so class is about three to four hours long every day and I'm going to be starting my lab rotation uh, this week as well, and so I haven't really had to do that yet, so it's been actually really nice because I've only had half days so far this week, and that's given me enough time to kind of get caught up on the reading and everything, but it's always still a little bit overwhelming because you need to make sure that, you know, you know where to access all of the papers and all of the resources, and you know have your parking permit all put together and your new student ID and all of that stuff was just really confusing and kind of stressful for me because I was already a staff working at um, the university <clears throat> and now I'm a student and for some odd reason it's like the parking people and the ID people have never had this problem before which I know is not true. So anyway, they were not very clear on how to do that. So I've been doing it kind of last minute and I'm finally getting all of that stuff settled and put together, which is making me feel a lot better about things and I'm catching up on reading. And so just going through the first couple days of classes has helped my anxiety so much. And it's really funny because anxiety is like this thing that just looms over your shoulder and tells you that something could possibly go wrong that you don't even know what is going to go wrong. If you have anxiety, you know what I mean, where you make up these weird scenarios in your head or even you don't even know what possible scenario could happen, but for some reason there's this feeling of anxiety behind it. I think that it's so nice to sometimes push yourself through those feelings of anxiety and go through kind of like the whole cycle of anxiety when a new thing is happening in your life because whenever I have kind of those anxious feelings when I start something new and normally it revolves around you know new jobs new people new you know like new classes afterwards I feel even more independent and excited about things and I don't know if this happens with other people but once you push through it and once you do that first day of class or that first day of your job you feel so much better and so much more accomplished because you know how like nervous you were about it and then when you do it yourself you're just like oh I feel so 
relaxed and proud of myself (laughs) that I did it and that's kind of how I've been feeling this week because I was kind of gearing up for it last week was you know vacation but I didn't really like get enough done and then I was getting anxious because it was the day after 4th of July and I wasn't sure what to expect and then after the first day I met a couple people they were all in the same boat like we all didn't know what the heck was going on and had problems with our IDs and parking and um (laughs) didn't have all the reading done and just knowing that you're not alone and so I'm here to tell you guys if you are having the same anxious feelings um you're not alone you're not the only one that feels that way and you will get through it you just need to push through and tell yourself that you are independent enough and strong enough to get through this whatever it may be So I just wanted to put that out there because I do struggle with a lot of anxiety and anxious feelings about things that may seem so minor to other people maybe, but for me as a probably mostly introverted person, which (laughs) comes as a surprise for most people, but I think I'm, I have like social anxiety in other ways than most people I guess expect. Um, so coming from, you know, a mostly introverted personality, I guess, uh, you're not alone. You're not the only person that gets anxiety about things like this. So if you're listening to this and you're starting something new, either in August for college or anything like that, you got this. That was a really long rant about (laughs) my anxiety for the past week, but now I'm feeling a lot better about that. But that's basically been my week. It's just been tons of reading and catching up on a lot of undergrad concepts and methods that I learned and I'm trying to recall all this information so that I can actually apply it in my new grad class. So it's really nice that I'm taking this summer bridge program because it's a huge refresher that I desperately, desperately need. Um, But yeah, I'm so glad that my first Uh, quiz grade did not count towards my GPA. That's all I gotta say. All right, (laughs) so I think that's pretty much everything I have as an update because really this week has been a lot of reading. Last week was great. I got to work on the house stuff with Joey and we got a lot of stuff done that, you know, just stupid things like putting up shelves (laughs) that we needed to do and Uh, I felt a lot more relaxed about that because we got some curtains up so people aren't staring into my house. Yes, I'm still struggling with the curtain thing because we have a lot of windows with no (laughs) curtains and we saw how that went the first time. All right, so enough about curtains and my rant about them again. I'm not going to bore you (laughs) with that yet again, Um, but I'm going to just talk about some smart girl summer hacks that... I'm planning on doing, have been trying to do, and things that maybe you might like to hear because maybe you're trying to plan for a smart girl summer or smart boy summer. Who knows? Whoever is listening to this. All right, so a big thing that I focus around for these smart girl summer goals slash hacks is that I want to try to get back into a balance routine with school and life balance and I'm actually going to probably go into this in another episode because I'm gonna do maybe a little Q&A slash advice episode and someone asked me 
about life balance and school and I think I'm gonna do that maybe a little bit later because I again I haven't been in school for a while but I can kind of reflect on college and current routine now but um getting back into that routine my first thing that I really need to do is get back into using my planner I have been doing this recently just because it's the only way I really keep my head on straight to be honest and I can link the planner that I have in the show notes I have a really cute one that has a case and it's kind of matcha colored because I am obsessed with matcha so I thought it would fit me and it's from Mochigrams. I think Mochigrams is what is the website. I don't know. Web, Mochigrams on Instagram. I can't remember what their website is, but I can link it in the show notes. It's super cute, but it's undated so that if I do miss a day, I can just, you know, skip that week and move on if there's nothing going on that week. But so far, I don't even think I've missed planning a week. So I kind of just disregarded the whole point of me getting that planner but I thought that I would try it because I had never tried an undated planner before and so far I'm liking it but to be honest I don't think I'm liking it as much as a dated planner just because I personally do not like my handwriting. I am not one of those aesthetic girlies that has the perfect handwriting um, shout out to my friend Ashley Holloway, who was on this podcast. Go listen to that episode. She has amazing handwriting. I was not blessed with that handwriting gene. So I hate my handwriting and having to fill in the date every day, like putting honestly one through 31 is just cringy to me. I just hate my handwriting. I, that is going to be a little personal goal for me is to make my handwriting a little bit nicer and not so ugly. As my Asian grandmother would say, it's probably because left-handed people are of the devil. Um, I, I don't know, but okay. I, I don't want people to think I actually believe that, but, um, has been said to me before, but that does not that does not prevent me from doing art so I don't really see the point but anyway that's a tangent that I do not need to go on I'm gonna keep using my planner and try to use a little bit more make it a little cuter I used to use my planner extensively in college and so I'm gonna get back into doing that hopefully once I get a little office area set up I can actually have you know like my highlighters out and try to color code my my schedule and everything a little bit better and maybe that's overkill to some people but I honestly love planning and writing things out by hand it just makes me feel relaxed and that's kind of my way to plan out my week and relax before the start of my week and so I'm going to try to get back into planning more detailed plans for the week rather than just putting the bare minimum like I've been doing because honestly there's no point in that if you're just writing down your everyday schedule that you probably don't even need to look at your planner for anyway. So I'm going to definitely be using my planner. The next thing that I have been using is the Flora app. I can link it down below. It's kind of a free version of I think it's called Planty or Planta something like that but it's a studying app where you set a timer and if you leave that app or in the app it has a timer for a certain amount of minutes or hours I guess if that floats your boat but I cannot study for a straight like two hours without taking a break Um, but 
you just set the timer and if you leave the app it'll tell you to go back to the app or you will have a plant die and on the screen you have a little plant that grows and so since I'm obsessed with plants and I sometimes get distracted I've been using this app <clears throat> I've been using this app in order to keep me a little bit more focused and also encourage me to not go on apps on my phone. The one thing that I think I'm going to try and do, which I have never done before, is use my iPad for writing notes for class. I'm kind of torn about this just because I do like handwriting things. Like I said, I love handwriting my planner. I don't know how people use digital planners all the time, but I do put stuff, I put big events in my Google Planner um, or like my Google Calendar and then for my actual planner I write it down and so I just am kind of a handwritten kind of gal and I have an iPad so I feel like I should utilize that because everyone says it helps when you're writing notes in class because you can actually write on the actual slides and so I might try doing that if you guys have any recommendation for how you use your iPad during class. I am basically a, almost a millennial, I think. I'm like on the edge of millennial and um, Gen Z, but I was not in that iPad generation <laughs> is what I'm saying, so I really don't know much about using my iPad for taking notes in class. That was kind of like the generation after I graduated, I feel like. So send me your recommendations. I might wanna get into that and I'll let you guys know how it works out. I'm a little bit wary because I do like handwriting my notes, but it might save some paper. And personally, I would prefer that because I do not own a printer at the moment. The next thing <laughs> is dumb and cliche, but I'm going to try to drink more water and meal prep more often. I have been doing so much better with the water drinking. <laughs> with the water drinking. Why did I say it like that? With the drinking of water. <laughs> because, well, I said this in another podcast. If you listen to my other podcast about drinking water, I have said how I am basically always in a state of dehydration. I, after I quit gymnastics, well, I didn't quit gymnastics. After I, like, stopped doing a sport 20 hours a week, I just never felt the need to drink water because I was never thirsty, and I kid you not, I would drink maybe one bottle of water a day. And now I am happy to say... I have been drinking at least at least two and a half bottles of water a day and my goal is to drink four. I've been drinking three. I don't know. I feel like I have noticed a difference in how alert I am and how awake I am. Uh, maybe this is placebo effect, but I really think that it helps my mood and I almost feel stupid saying this because everyone says you need to drink water and I finally drink water and it feels like the heavens have opened <laughs> because I'm just drinking a few more bottles of water a day. But I'm here to tell you guys, it does help. It helps your mood. It helps your alertness. Is that a word? Um, yeah, so anyway, just here to tell you, drink more water. Also, I've been meal prepping a little bit better the past few weeks except for last week because Joey <laughs> eats all my food and it's like basically impossible to meal prep with him home. But the past few weeks I've been working and doing school, I've been meal prepping at least two to three days a week so that I have both lunches and dinners pretty much always prepped to bring to school or 
um, have the next day for um, dinner. So that definitely saves time and saves money because things are crazy expensive right now. I don't know if you guys are living in the same world I'm living in, but now that I am on a student pay and also living in an expensive state of Maryland, things are getting crazy. So I'm trying to save money where I can. If you guys would be interested in kind of money like a money talk podcast, let me know. I feel like that might be helpful for people who just graduated college because I know when you just graduate college, one, you might have student loan debt and you might feel like you have no money, but then once you get a job, you you need to know how to manage that and I feel like that's really important. So let me know if you guys want to hear a podcast like that. The next thing is that I am trying to prioritize just different forms of movement, movement, movement and that is because in a really busy schedule you don't always have time to drive or walk to the gym work out for an hour and then drive and walk back I mean that could be up towards two hours of your day and to be honest not everyone has that kind of time and so I've been really trying to focus on that I just need to move my body and I know this sounds like oh you're just you know repeating what TikTok is saying and everybody's like you know Pilates girlies everywhere but it it really is a mindset shift for me because when I was doing gymnastics it's very intense um practices 20 hours a week and I know this was a long time ago like probably almost you know 10 years ago basically at this point Um, but then in college, I still tried to push myself and push myself and that would either be push myself in practice and also work out in the gym. And then if I didn't do it, I'd feel bad about myself. And so for me, this has been a mindset shift that I've been trying to change in myself is just that moving my body is good. It can be going for a run and then stretching or going for a long walk or, you know, doing a home workout because maybe that might be a little bit less time consuming than actually going to the gym. And so I encourage you guys to also do the same. Just figure out different kind of routines that you could fall into that you know that you can actually do and you won't feel stuck feeling like you have to go to a class or feel like you have to go to the gym. I feel like it really helps you prioritize movement without feeling the pressure of feeling like you need to, you know, get all of this exercise in. And lastly, I wanted to talk about a little summer bucket list. I don't know if this is really everything, but I just wanted to touch on a few things because I think that this summer I want to be smart about planning fun into my schedule (laughs) and that sounds so stupid but I'm a planner so if you're a planner you know that sometimes you gotta plan the fun into your schedule or else you'll just fall into this routine of never doing anything and the days will just slip away and you'll feel like you didn't utilize your summer to its fullest potential that's always me being the introvert that I am and so if you're like me this is your sign. Make a little bucket list. On my bucket list, I have go to an Orioles game, which I will be going on Saturday, even though the weather says that it will be pouring down rain all day, but that's okay. If you're a Baltimorean, you know you got to go to an O's game at least once a summer. 
it's just a must. And since I live so close and my friend Andrea lives so close, like she literally lives right there near the stadium, we always go since she's moved to Baltimore. And so I figured this weekend is the weekend. She invited us to go with her. She goes all the time. And so I'm really excited. I just hope that we don't get completely drenched in case we want to go out afterwards. But we will see. Either way, it'll be a good time. The next thing that I have been wanting to do, and I have not just been wanting to do this because, you know, everybody on TikTok, apparently, I don't even have TikTok, but I just keep hearing people say that people on TikTok, people are saying that people on TikTok are doing Pilates all of a sudden. I really just had this one influencer that I followed say she was doing a Pilates class and it reminded me that I did it one time with my mom and since then I've kind of been wanting to do it again because it's kind of a fun way to do a different kind of workout than I normally do because I really like lifting and I absolutely hate cardio but I love stretching and movements like that and so Pilates is kind of a mix between those two and it's not yoga, which I am kind of terrible at because I get distracted too easily. Um, So I've been wanting to do a Pilates class, and me and Brandon, the Brandon in my last episode, we have been wanting to do a Pilates class for a while now, so hopefully we can get that done this summer. Brandon, if you're listening to this, let's, let's do it. Oh, the next thing I actually, I don't have on my list that I have been wanting to do, I don't know if I'll do it during the summer, But I really want to do something artistic and do a class like pottery. I have really been wanting to do a pottery class. Not pick and paint pottery, like actual, an actual pottery class where you're taking the, the dough. (laughs) What is it called? The, anyway, that's why I need to take class. But I just want to, I want to make a, like a cup or something. I just really want to put something in that oven thing and make it. I don't know. That just sounds really cool to me. The next thing I want to do is go to a cute coffee shop somewhere maybe new and actually just go and study. I want to try to employ different locations to study because sometimes it does get distracting to sit in the same place um, every time to study. I feel like anyway, I love routine, but at the same time, I love to change up my environment. I don't know if that's contradictory, but I've noticed that sometimes being in the same routine helps me, but if I fall into the exact same routine in the exact same places, I get bored very easily. And so changing up scenery, I think, will help me to study and have motivation to study. So I'm going to try to go to a cute coffee shop. I already talked to my friend Amy about this. So there's another there's another little friend date that I got to schedule. The next, the very last things <laughs> that I'm going to say, I know this is, I don't know if this is actually a smart girl summer hack, but you know, I suggest make a bucket list. That's, that's all I'm saying. The last thing is go to the beach and plan a little day trip or mini getaway. I feel like I haven't done anything like that in a while. I'm overdue for a little getaway or a day trip and I have been really, really wanting to go to the beach. I pretty much go to the beach at least once a summer because I live less than, well, I've always lived about two hours away, or at least less than two hours away um, from some sort of little day trip area, and so I just want to schedule a little fun something before the days, you know, fall into 
busy days, starting school again, eat, sleep, (laughs) work, study. Yeah, so that's all of my little smart girl summer hacks, goals that I'm going to try to do this summer. I love how I'm doing this and it's already almost halfway through July, which means that next month the fall semester starts, which is really sad to me because I feel like my summer just started. And so I'm going to try to make the most of it, even though (laughs) I just started school technically, so it's probably going to get pretty busy, but I'm going to force myself, like I said, to plan in some fun in my schedule, all the while try to balance it with school. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. I hope that these were good tips for you to also maybe try out yourselves. And if you have other little hacks, summer goals, summer bucket list ideas, honestly, send me your bucket list ideas. I would absolutely love that because I am always... I have always loved the idea of a bucket list and I always try to keep a mental bucket list going constantly through my mind and I wish I still had my old journal because I would have a two-page long bucket list going at a time (laughs) and um, I'm really serious about checking things off of my bucket list. So (laughs) send me your ideas. If you listened to this entire podcast, I just want to say thank you. Again, it really helps if you could rate and review my podcast and even share it to your Instagram story. And if you do, please tag me because I will repost it. And I appreciate all of you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. 